The Teaching with Soul podcast acknowledges the traditional custodians of the land on which this podcast is created, the Wajak Noongar people. I pay my respects to Elders past, present and emerging and extend that respect to all First Nations people listening today. Hello beautiful teacher and welcome to Teaching with Soul a podcast for heart-led teachers just like you who know there's more to life than seating plans, test scores and behaviour management. This is your space to come back to you. We explore topics like mindfulness, self-care, spirituality, social justice, shifting your beliefs, true rest and so much more. And all through the lens of being a teacher. Because let's be honest, nobody truly understands this industry like we do. This isn't professional development, it's personal development. I'm your host, Jessica Mason, wellness coach for teachers, and I'm so grateful to share this space with you each week. So, take a deep breath, pour yourself a cuppa, and let's dive in. Hello, beautiful teachers, and welcome to another solo episode of Teaching with Soul. I wanted to start this episode by giving you a little bit of an update on what's been happening at Jessica Mason HQ, because there's a lot going on around these parts at the moment. The biggest thing is the launch of this podcast. Uh, As of this episode, Teaching with Soul has been out for two weeks three weeks. This will be the third episode. Um, And in that time, we've reached our first milestone of over 100 downloads, which is just so exciting to know that there are that many of you that are listening into the podcast, especially as I'm someone with quite a small in, you know, in perspective, a small audience uh, and a small business. And so it's so exciting to know that uh, this is reaching teachers around the globe. Um, I know there are teachers tuning in from Australia, the US, the UK, Belgium, Mexico, um, just a whole bunch of educators. And that's just such exciting news. So if you are loving the podcast so far, I would be so grateful if you could share it with your teacher besties, share it on social media, make sure to tag me if you do, uh, follow the podcast If you feel called to rate it, um, that would be amazing. It just helps me to share the podcast far and wide and make sure that it gets into the ears of teachers around the globe. So that has been a very exciting thing that's been happening in my world recently. And I've loved recording episodes with guests. um, And the guests that I have lined up for you are just incredible. We kicked off with the amazing Alicia Armstrong last week, and there's a lot more where that came from. We have months and months uh, of podcast guests and solo episodes in the works for you. So if there is ever any, any topics or anything you would like me to explore and talk about on the podcast, please feel free to reach out for me uh, to me. I am more than happy to create episodes based on what you want to hear, based on what you want to create uh, and based on what you want to work on in your own life and as a teacher as well. So please let me know. 
Um, Another exciting thing that's been happening in my world is that if you follow along on social media, you will know that I've recently begun a new position as an education consultant at a beautiful company. And I had my first week last week with them. So I was flown to Queensland, did a lot of training, met the team, which was amazing. I loved every second. Uh, This week I am back uh, in Perth in Wajak country and I am working from home, which is taking a little bit of adjustment in a very good way. I'm loving it, but taking a little bit of adjustment uh, coming from the classroom uh, and even relief teaching and the way that a teaching day runs to being on my own in a room uh, and deciding what I'm doing at any given point of time, which is, as you know, very different to teaching in that we are kind of locked in. We know what we are doing at 10 a.m., at 11 a.m. We know when we can go to the toilet and when we can't. We know when we're on duty, when we can eat and when we can't. And so it's kind of been like putting on my big girl (laughs) pants, I guess, if you want to call it that, and making a lot of those decisions for myself, which has been very exciting. And that leads me into, you know, all of these changes that have been happening in my world have been requiring me to take on new beliefs around what I'm capable of, around um, what I believe is possible. Uh, And so that is what uh, caused me to um, create this episode for you today because it's all about uh, transforming your beliefs, creating new beliefs that serve you around what you believe is possible and what you think uh, is open for you to create and achieve as a teacher. This episode of Teaching with Soul is brought to you by the Mindful Teacher Bundle. The Mindful Teacher Bundle is a self-care toolkit specifically designed for educators to help you cultivate clarity and calm. The Mindful Teacher Bundle is for you if you care so deeply about your students, but you know that it's time to take care of yourself too. You're seeking small everyday changes that you can implement easily bit by bit. You're after practical tools to support you to feel your best that won't break the bank and you're ready to make self-care a priority, but you're not sure where to start. The Mindful Teacher Bundle gives you instant access to 12 powerful video masterclasses on topics such as worthiness, self-care, mindfulness, self-belief, and bravery, downloadable journal prompts for each masterclass, a meditation album full of guided tracks specifically designed for educators, and 12 affirmation screensavers for your phone and computer backgrounds. The bundle is designed to allow you to access the resources in whichever way works best with your lifestyle and at your own pace. Download the Mindful Teacher Bundle today by following the link in the show notes. You deserve it, beautiful teacher. Okay, so before we dive into this episode on belief work and uh, elevating and transforming your beliefs as a teacher, which is one of my favorite topics to speak on, I just want to offer a reminder here that the goal here is not ever 
to fix or change yourself. A reminder that there's nothing wrong with you. You do not need fixing. You are not broken. Um, You are perfect, whole and complete as you are. And so when we're talking about belief work in this way, elevating our beliefs, transforming our beliefs, we're not speaking about uh, doing that to ourselves or fixing ourselves. Because as I said, there's nothing that needs to be fixed. It's generally just our perspective on who we believe we are, what we believe we bring to the table, how worthy we believe we are, and not whether we are worthy or not, or whether we have value or not. You have innate value. You have innate worth. As I said, you are whole and complete just as you are. Um, So just a precursor here, a little caveat that when we're speaking about this work, and I call it work, but uh, it's really just a deep dive and an exploration, Um, we're not speaking about trying to fix ourselves or get to a perfect place uh, where we um, feel better and where we are worthy. You're already worthy. We're just um, supporting supporting you to believe that that's the truth. Uh, so a lot of people come to me. So whether that be in workshops or whether that be uh, my amazing clients and so often they want to know the answers. They want to know the secret. They want me to give them a list of things to do or they want me to tell them the answer, as if there is an answer to feeling better or to feeling well, or, you know, that, that key to self-care. I always say, it's not what you do. It's what you believe and how you do the things that you do. So what we're going to do first is we're going to uncover what your beliefs actually are. So looking at your starting point. So if you are sitting down, uh, you have the space, maybe you have a notebook or your journal handy. Uh, I am going to give you some prompts, uh, some questions that you might want to write down and consider. You can pause this podcast if you want to uh, and take your time with writing them down. You can come back to it. If you are driving or you are walking, uh, these are absolutely prompts that you can think about and ponder and consider or that you can come back to later. It's really important that we uncover your starting point and what you actually believe because otherwise we're just layering new beliefs on top. Um, And if you've got, you know, some funky old beliefs underneath uh, and they're not going anywhere, um, they are still going to dictate the way that you show up. So we need to uncover what you already believe so that we can uh, choose again. So the first prompt, I believe that teacher well-being is... So I want you to finish that sentence. And and here are some examples of what I've heard teachers say in the past. I believe that teacher wellbeing is impossible, only available to single or childless teachers, fleeting, only possible at the beginning of each term. Have a think about what you believe teacher wellbeing actually is. Because if you are coming to this podcast or you are coming to a new term with the belief that teacher wellbeing is impossible, your actions are going to reflect that. And so it doesn't matter what anyone suggests or advises that you do 
Um, because if you believe that it's impossible, that is the energy or the way that you're going to show up to any of those actions. And you're most likely going to self-sabotage um, because you don't believe that that's available to you. The next prompt is I've heard others say that. So especially as graduates or as beginning teachers, uh, we take on a lot of the baggage and a lot of the beliefs uh, from other teachers. And that's only natural. That's what we do in society as well. Um, but it's really important that we uh, are clear on what we're adopting and if we believe it or not, because just because an experienced teacher says something or has experienced the system in one way, doesn't mean that that's true. And also doesn't mean that that's true for you. So considering what you've heard others say, and here are some examples again, I've heard others say that this is just what teaching is, uh, that we need to wait for the system to change because we don't have power as teachers. It's up to the school leaders to make change. So I'm just going to throw my hands back and wait for that. What have you heard others say? And considering maybe how that's been impacting you and the way that you're showing up and whether you've unconsciously adopted these ways of thinking. And the last prompt uh, is if I began to thrive, I'm worried that. And this is an interesting one. So often we're focused on what we don't like about the profession or what's hard, what's difficult, um, that we actually get worried about what would happen if things were to turn around because um, maybe we connect with our colleagues on a level um, that is primed for venting. And that's how we build our friendships, by venting about uh, our days um, and we worry about what might happen if we're no longer available for that. Maybe my colleagues won't like me anymore. Will they, um, you know, out me if I'm starting to feel well and I'm starting to thrive? What's that going to mean? So if I begin to thrive, I'm worried that, and here are some examples. I wouldn't be able to keep it up. So maybe it would only be for a short time. I'm worried that I won't be able to sustain it. I'm worried that my colleagues would judge me. I'm worried that the quality of my teaching would drop. And this is uh, usually a belief for those people who might think that self-care is selfish. So they think that uh, they'll have to sacrifice the quality of their teaching because they're looking after themselves. They don't believe that both can be true. And that maybe you'd miss deadlines because you're worried about yourself and taking care of yourself. So have a think about those prompts and maybe how those beliefs have been lingering underneath and causing you to show up in a certain way and whether you're ready to choose again, whether those beliefs are serving you still at this point or whether you would like to choose some new beliefs. So please uh, don't mind me. I'm just going to take a sip of my green tea. For those of you who are new around here, I am an avid green tea drinker. So please don't mind me. Okay. So now that we've uncovered some of the beliefs that may be holding you back, uh, it's time to choose again. And there are lots of ways that you can do this. If you have written those beliefs down in your journal, say, you might cross them out, um, rub them out, uh, scribble over them and decide to choose again. You may rip that page up, 
um, chuck it in the bin. You may burn it in a safe way. Um, you might like to envision uh, those beliefs as maybe a certain color of energy in your body and go and have a shower and visualize those beliefs draining off you through the drain. Uh, you might like to visualize them uh, moving through you, down through your body and into the earth. There's so many ways that you can do this. Um, or you might just make the decision, I'm choosing again and it's time. And it can be as simple as that. So let's have a look at some new beliefs or some trans transform beliefs that you might like to start adopting. Now, some of these uh, are going to seem like a step too far, uh, especially if you had some um, not very supportive beliefs in the past. And what I'd encourage you to do if some of these seem uh, like too much or too big of a jump is to look at small steps you can take. So I'll give an example. I was running a workshop a couple of years ago and we were speaking about morning routines and morning rituals. And one of the participants was saying, I'm not a morning person, so I can't do that. And we identified that this was actually a belief that was holding her back. Uh, she did not believe that it was possible for that to change. And so instead of moving straight to the belief of I am a morning person because that didn't seem realistic for her, uh, we tried on I'm becoming a morning person. And that was really uh, powerful for her in that she could see the baby step, she could see that it was possible and she could feel into that new belief, try it on for size and when she felt more comfortable uh, getting up earlier and seeing the joy in being, you know, being a morning person, that belief could transform again. Um, she was just becoming acclimatized to that new way of thinking. So I encourage you to do that if any of these example beliefs I'm giving seem a step too far or create your own, whichever suits you. So here are some transformed beliefs you might like to try on for size. I'm worthy and deserving of rest. My students adore witnessing me in my full joy because remember you're giving them permission. You're showing them what's possible. My radiance creates ripple effects. It's safe for me to take back my time. I'm open to this term unfolding more effortlessly than ever. It's possible for me to feel spacious at school and showing up with clarity gives my colleagues permission to do the same. Now, here's a question for you. If you are finding it hard to envision yourself living out and embodying those beliefs and showing up in a new way, uh, my question is, what would somebody who truly believed, insert belief here, do? What would somebody who truly believed this do? And you might like to write down some actions. So let's just go back to one of those beliefs. If your belief was... Um, it's safe for me to take back my time. That's your new belief. It's safe for me to take back my time. You might start thinking about what would somebody who truly believed this do? Somebody who truly believed that it was safe for them to take back their time uh, probably wouldn't be taking bundles, bundles and bundles of work home because they're worried about what their leadership team would think of them. 
somebody who believed that it was safe for them to take back their time might start to move and show up in a more mindful and slow slow way at a slower pace because they're not trying to rush uh, because they're worried about what others might think of them. So having a think about what would somebody who believed this do and then showing up in that way because you are going to be that person who believes that. Um, So start taking the actions as if you already were. And the last point I'll make on transforming your beliefs is find your expanders. And when I say expanders, what I mean is people who expand your vision of what's possible for you. Do you have colleagues at your school that show up in a way, maybe just in one aspect of their life, uh, that shows you that it's possible for you? And what can you take from them? What can you borrow? What can you experiment with that they do? Uh, maybe it's people online on the teachergram and you're looking at them and you're like, okay, well, if she, he, they, whoever it is can do that, that shows me that it's possible that I could try that. So why don't I give it a go? Find your expanders. Um, instead of uh, people that affirm what you currently believe and then don't allow you to see any other examples outside of that. We want to find people that expand our vision. So if you would like support with expanding your beliefs or you're after more personalized support, uh, please reach out for teacher wellness coaching. You can find more information about my power hour sessions or my three month coaching packages at the link in the show notes. I would be absolutely honored to support you. And we can really get into the nitty gritty of your beliefs and what's driving you and what's causing you to show up in the way that you currently are. And we can set goals. We can create action steps. We can get you moving towards this new future that you are coming to understand is possible for you. So follow the link in the show notes if you would like to reach out for teacher wellness coaching. So I hope that The points that I have made and shared and the suggestions of new beliefs in this episode have been really helpful. I would love to know how you go with this, what your new beliefs are, what you're trying on for size, uh, this, you know, beliefs and belief work lights me up and excites me so much and um, just inspires me when teachers come to realize what's truly possible for them. So hit me up on Instagram, share with me. Uh, how you are transforming your beliefs. Um, But until next episode, big love, beautiful teachers. Thank you for listening to Teaching with Soul. If you gained value from today's episode and want to learn more about how to truly lead a more mindful, calm and balanced life as a teacher, head to the show notes to find out more about teacher wellness coaching and how we can work together. And before you go, I'd be so grateful if you could leave a five-star review on your platform of choice. This will help Teaching with Soul reach even more educators around the globe and assist me on my mission of supporting teachers, just like you, to remember their brilliance, own their worth, and cultivate calm. Until next episode, big love, beautiful teacher.